I saw this article, it really caught my eye in the LA Times because of the quote that was kind of underneath the title. And it's, I, I caught this line, people are just not feeling accepted within that box that the Catholic Church is desperately holding on to. And I said, whoa, what, what is this all about? And it was an article that was written by uh, Alejandra Molina, a staff writer at the LA Times. And it was entitled, Estranged from the Catholic Church, Some Latinos Turn to Veneration of Unofficial Saints. And when I say unofficial saints, I mean really, really unofficial saints, uh, not saints at all, uh, to put it mildly. And, and this piece started off by describing the scene that what the author called a mass, with a capital M, uh, it wasn't a mass. It was not a mass, let's put it that way. And it took place inside a small storefront on Melrose Avenue in the Los Angeles area. And there were about 24 people there. It was a Friday evening, and they're praying, and they're praying to, quote, obtain true freedom and an eternal inheritance. What? Well, it, it sounds like it might be on the up and up. They're, they're praying the Padre Nuestro. My Spanish is terrible, but I, I think that means the Our Father. The Ave Maria. Okay, all right, okay. But what it actually was, was a service, a weekly rosary service, according to the author of this piece, a rosary service in honor of Santa Muerte. Now, I don't know if you know what Santa Muerte is. She goes by a few other names, too. The Bony Lady, La Cumplidora, and uh, essentially, if you've seen images, you might have seen a votive candle with Santa Muerte. Uh, you might have seen some quote-unquote holy cards, and I use that word holy very loosely in this case. Uh, not holy at all, in fact. Santa Muerte means saint death or holy death. In this image, you might have seen a skeleton wearing, kind of kind of almost dressed like the female version of the Grim Reaper, maybe wearing a veil, somewhat like the, the sort of raiment that Mother Mary would be portrayed in, in, in various pieces of art, and holding a scythe, reaping. And this is Santa Muerte. Now, this is the fastest growing religion in the Americas, all the way from Canada down to Chile. Uh, this is something else. And so uh, this is what was going on in, in L.A. And, and if you maybe you know somebody who's been caught up in this, but I, I have to suspect that uh, a number of American Catholics have been. So the, the person who was leading this worship service was uh, named Elodia Salvador, and she goes by a spiritual name, Sahara Garcia. I, I don't have a spiritual name. I don't know what it should be. Maybe I should make one up. But uh, at any rate, Elodia Salvador was leading this service, and she has operated the Templo Santa Muerte on Melrose Avenue for 17 years. And she was preaching to the congregation, saying, We're humans who make mistakes, but Santa Muerte gives us the opportunity to move forward. So people are coming from all over the L.A. area. Um, they interviewed a guy named uh, Ronnie Artica. Artika, who's 48 years old, and he's been uh, coming to this place since 2017, and he said, here in this place, I find love and I find peace. He's from Honduras, and he actually said he became a devotee of Santa Muerte, and I'm going to describe where this all came from uh, in just a moment, but he became a, a devotee to Santa Muerte because somebody had allegedly put a curse on him. He had some bad dreams, he had some thoughts about death, and somebody sent him 
a Santa Muerte statue from Mexico, and ever since he's been he's been hooked. And he says, "I still identify as Catholic, but I come here first. He goes to Santa Muerte first. I don't know if he goes to mass at all, real mass, but." This is a very, very intriguing thing. So I'm reading this article, and then it's, I started to kind of something clicked upstairs, and it takes a while sometimes for things for the gears to start uh, uh, clanking and, and turning in my head. And I remembered, oh yeah, I remember hearing about this some time ago, Santa Muerte. So again, this is the fastest growing new religion in the Americas, and it's especially prevalent in the Latino population and. and since the 1970s, uh, Catholicism has been on the wane uh, in Latin American countries, but in the United States, among uh, U.S. Latinos, the numbers are looking pretty grim over the last few years. Uh, the number of American Catholics who are Latino has gone down from 25% to 20% of all U.S. Catholics in the last few years. A lot of Catholics are, are feeling estranged from the Church, and they're they're turning to what this article describes as this unofficial saint. Okay, first of all, unofficial, that's putting it mildly. Saint, absolutely not. And I'm going to tell you why in just a little bit. So, so a lot of Catholic leaders, the, Pope Francis himself spoke out against this uh, during a visit to Mexico in 2016. I'll tell you about this in a second. In fact, he didn't even wait. As soon as he touched down in Mexico, he, the first thing he talked about was Santa Muerte and how dangerous it was. A, a, a chief Vatican official also spoke out about this in the strongest of terms. But Santa Muerte, this, this cult of Santa Muerte, really got going, according to the LA Times, around the year 2001. And, and the, the writer speculates that it kind of got going because of the North American Free Trade Agreement. I'm not sure what this has to do with it. And the tequila crisis. The tequila crisis. Now, I, I wasn't aware of a tequila crisis, but, well, say it ain't so. We can't have this. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you more about what tequila has to do with Santa Muerte. But there's a huge following um, uh, of Santa Muerte among all these groups that would be, let's just say, not practicing traditional Catholicism for various reasons. Uh, elements of the criminal world. Um, people who are not online with the church's teaching about human sexuality. Why? Because, well, there, there's actually one person, there's one person in America that, that I know of. He's the only person who's written a, a book about Santa Muerte, an academic work about this phenomenon in the English language. His name is R. Andrew Chestnut. R. Andrew Chestnut. And he is a professor at VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. And he's the chair of uh, Catholic Studies there. And he is the author of a book called Devoted to Death. Santa Muerte, the skeleton saint. So people who are devoted to uh, Santa Muerte may identify themselves as Catholics. They may consider themselves culturally Catholics. Uh, they, they may consider themselves to be an exile from the Catholic Church. There are a lot of Santa... Mer <laughs> I can't even say this. Santa Mueristas. Did I say that right? Anyways, uh, they think that they're connecting with God through this. Um, they interviewed a guy, another guy who runs a store who has statues of Santa Muerte and also all these other unofficial saints. And I, I haven't even heard of some of these people. Jesus Malverde, uh, maybe some of you guys can fill me in on this. And it's kind of a mix of, you'll have statues of Our Lord, statues of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and also Santa Muerte. And uh, this guy's name is Pablo Espinoza. And he was interviewed in the piece as well. And he said, if I want to talk to God, I can do that without going to church. I may not be Catholic, but I believe in God. End of quote. Okay, but God has some definite ideas about 
how he wants to be worshipped. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, anybody can talk to God, anybody can reach out to God, but he has a specific way that he wants to be worshipped, and that is through the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. And that was true in the Old Covenant, it's true in the New Covenant as well, in Mount Sinai. Uh, you better believe that God had a particular way that he wants to be worshipped. In our Exodus series on the faith, explained, it took great pains to show how God revealed to Moses very, very, very much a blueprint, step by step, everything, nothing was left to chance. The, the building of the tabernacle, the way that he wanted to be worshipped, it, it wasn't a do-it-yourself religion. And when Moses is up on Mount Sinai, he's been gone for 40 days, he's receiving the Ten Commandments, they think he's dead, they think he's gone. What are the people doing? At the foot of the mountain, they're worshiping pagan gods of Egypt. They just got out of Egypt, and here we go, and they are worshiping the golden calf, who was a bull god, one of the pagan gods of Egypt, Apis, the bull god. Well, that was the golden calf. And Pope Benedict, back when he was uh, Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, wrote a book called The Spirit of the Liturgy, and he talked about how the people were basically creating an apostasy in sacral disguise, as he put it, uh, trying to construct their own religion as it were, on the, at the foot of the mountain. And so that, that's not what God wants. God has an opinion about how he wants to be worshipped, and that is certainly true in the New Covenant as well with the Mass. It's not something that human beings cooked up. The apostles didn't take polls of the people that they were uh, trying to evangelize, the barbarians, and say, hey, what do you think would work with your family? What, what would get people to come to church? No. Hey, it's the Mass, and it is relevant. We don't have to make it relevant. It is relevant, because this is uh, Christ himself in the Eucharist. And by the way, You've probably seen this on the Relevant Radio website. This is all over the place. Uh, Relevant Radio is the chief sponsor of the Eucharistic Congress, the National Eucharistic Congress, which is happening next July in Indianapolis. And you can sign up at relevantradio.com slash indie for updates. We're going to be there. All the hosts are going to be there. Father Rocky's going to be there. And you want to be there as well. Trust me on this one. Check it out on the Relevant Radio website or on the app. You'll find lots of information about it and much more to come, by the way, uh, on this program. We'll tell you. Uh, more about it as we go on and get closer to that date, but it's not too early to plan, that's for sure. So th this is a, an interesting thing, and so they interviewed um, all these other folks who are, who are involved with this Santa Muerte congregation on Melrose Avenue, uh, somebody named Erica Ruiz from San Bernardino, who is, let's just put it this way, she's not online with the church in terms of where she's at with her sexuality, let's put it that way. And she kind of got involved in this sort of hodgepodge, even though she taught catechism to children when she was younger, she said this, I was trying to understand my identity. I felt like I didn't have a place in Catholicism. And she, she had at her home an altar. And there was, there was a statue of the Blessed Virgin there. And they would ask Mary for intercession. But, but at some point, they became curious about Santa Muerte. And they bought a votive candle with the likeness of Santa Muerte and put it on the shrine where they had the statue of Our Lady. And she said this, she said, the candle started pulling a strong and energetic current, and she said it became the loudest thing on my altar, end of quote. That is very telling, and I think a little bit disturbing, more than a little bit disturbing. And they started this devotional practice uh, in her home to Santa Muerte, and they started trying to give her flowers, tequila, hey, that, that's where all the tequila went, I guess. Apples, other sweets, they offer these things to Santa Muerte. She said this, when you give her food, Santa Muerte, it's to bring financial security and stability. When you give her tequila, that could be used to bring clarity to a situation. I, I give her a candle and I give her water if I'm trying to pull her energy in a certain direction. 
That's very interesting, trying to direct spiritual powers to your will. One last thing, the leader of this congregation who goes by the spiritual name Sahara Garcia, she said that followers of Santa Muerte, true believers, must learn how to illuminate their own path. And to believe in Santa Muerte is to believe in yourself. End of quote. Well, actually to believe in Santa Muerte is to believe in someone who's not you and someone who is far, far more insidious. 